0: What does Abraham Isaac clinging on to God's unchanging hand, a season of separation, trusting in Jesus have to do with getting to know who the one is? Join me and a special guest this week as we embark on the process of getting to know the one. Let us enter into God's refining fire and the transition to singleness to marriage. What's up y'all? Kenzie Grantlin here for the second episode of The Refined Mama. You guys, we got a hot topic today and it's is how do you know he or she is the one? Let's take a deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth because it's about to get real. Real life real testimony real situations y'all and it might not be what you want to hear but at the end it's going to be what you want to hear so uh stay with us i have a special guest at the end that you're not going to want to miss because the important part of the end is that it's two people me and a friend who lived out this thing and it was probably one of the greatest moments in, in in our lives up until this point of hearing God's voice. And let me tell y'all, y'all going to have to hear God's voice uh, when it comes to finding out who the one is. Because there's too many marriages out here where we out here marrying Joe Smough, uh because we got tired of waiting. But y'all, the worth, I mean, the wait is worth it. It's worth the wait. Wait. Wait on the Lord, y'all, because who he has for you is better than what you could have ever put together for yourself. Matter of fact, the verse that me and my husband was our signature verse at our wedding is he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask, think or imagine according to the power that works within us. When I met Kevin, he was my And is my exceedingly y'all he's better than what I could have done on my own and better yet When I wasn't saved and I was trying to go after those those kind of men that did not know the lord And even if they said they knew the lord they they their lives didn't Uh say that, you know what I mean? Y'all even when I was going after men like that It wasn't worth it. It appeased my flesh, but my spirit and my soul weren't satisfied Y'all, wait on the one that that God has for you. Don't go out here trying to create something on your own because it's going to end in nothing. It's going to end in failure. It's going to end in heartbreak. Spend this time while you are single praying about your spouse. Pray about him ask god about him ask god to put in you the desires of your heart that he has for your husband or your wife ask god to prepare you for him so that when he gets here and when she gets here that he delivers you ready amen church amen y'all I heard a testimony in a marriage conference about this woman and she said, she was asked the question, what would you have done differently prior to marriage? And she said, to be honest with you, God worked it out for my good, but I would have stayed in the church. What does she mean by that? She, she was uh, in the church, but she got tired of waiting and she went outside of the church to find a husband. Who wasn't saved? Who did not know the Lord? Who did not uh, put God first, love God first before He ever loved her, and she ended up with an unsaved, uh, unsaved husband, and that left her burdened, burdened for probably years until he surrendered his life to God. Listen, if that man don't know God, it ain't worth it right now, and, and that not to say that it, that that's not the one, but it might not be right now. All right, let's jump in really quick. When I was getting, when I was discovering who Kevin, if Kevin was the one for me, I I was praying and I was praying and I prayed and I and I sought God and I sought God and and y'all, you're about to hear the story of 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 how Kevin came into my life or what that looked like into the transition. But I want to let y'all know right off bat, it came it came with a season of separation i met kevin and it's like i bumped into destiny and all of a sudden i had to let it go and you're going to hear more about that when we get into the question and and answering after this but one of the scriptures that god gave me in that season of of separation of getting to know kevin and and was exodus 14:13 through 14 And Moses answered the people, do not be afraid. Stand firm. Somebody say, stand firm. And you will see the deliverance of the Lord. The Egyptians you see today, you will see again no longer. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. And the second verse he gave me was Psalms 46 and 10. Be still and know that I am God. The answer in finding out who the one is, is for you to keep your butt still for a season. <laughs> now, some people might not have this same story, but I'm going to minister to you from what I've got. And it's to, it is to be still. The Lord showed me Kevin. Kevin, what, uh, God was showing Kevin me and he showed us each other. And then God was like, nope, not yet. Be still and know that I am God. And during those months of being still, oh my goodness, I never heard God's voice louder than I did in that season. I went through a refining I went through god's refining fire I went through uh i went through the wilderness season y'all I went through a desert season I went through a a dry season but I want you guys to be encouraged because in Exodus 14, 13 through 14, when God said that to the Israelites, be still, they were going through the wilderness. They had their enemies behind them and their enemies were close and they had a red sea in front of them. And the red sea was what they had to cross over to get to the promised land. But yet they had enemies behind them, chasing them down, ready to take them out. And you might be in a be still season right now. And that be still season means for you is to be quiet, shut your mouth, stop moving, don't defend yourself, listen to God's voice, cut off all the other voices, and listen to God's voice in this season. Okay? Because when you meet the one, when it's time for you to be married, you're going to have to cross over the Red Sea. You're going to cross over the Red Sea and it's going to look impossible, but you're going to cross over to the promised land. You just got to be still and know that he is God. Sometimes when you're about to get married, which is one of the biggest things of your life, you have to go through a refining season right before you marry them. I always wondered why it seems like people go through H-E-double hockey sticks right before they get married. But it's because you're crossing over into destiny. It's because you're crossing over into promise. And the enemy, the adversary, is after the family. He's after everything that screams a a woman and a man being married and, and being the perfect image of the glory of God. He is after that. He wants that to be broken apart. But if you'll be still. If you'll cling on to God in this, in this be still season, you're going to hear God's voice louder than you ever have before. I was listening to TD Jakes today and it was saying steady in the storm, be like Mount Zion, unmovable, unshakable clinging on to God in this season. I remember I was, I couldn't talk to Kevin, but I was so desperate that I would cry out to God. And it was instantly, God would send a word to me. And and when you're getting to know the one, God's going to confirm your footsteps. His words going to go before you. It's going to come behind you. It's going to be all around you. You need to follow God's word in this season ask god to send you scriptures when god speaks a word to your heart tell him to send his confirmation ask him and god's going to send that confirming word all around you amen so be encouraged as you hear our testimony as you hear what god has done in our life and how we got to our promise how we possessed our promise how we crossed over our red sea moment y'all it was tough it was rough but I'm so glad that I made it through that. And I'm so glad that I did my best to be as obedient to I, as I could. Sometimes, y'all, when you're, getting to, when you're about to marry the one, you're going to have to lose some things. Your circle might change. Your situation might change. Voices might rise up against you in judgment. But you got to be still. And you got to understand that there is, go- there is a God who is asking you to be obedient. Don't you go out defending yourself. Don't you, don't you go and try to explain yourself or to fix this or to fix that. Don't try to fix the storm. Be calm in the storm and keep your eyes on God. And you're like, dang, Kenzie, I was just trying to figure out how I, the 10 steps to how I get to know the, know the one. There ain't no 10 steps. As I, as I know of right now, the only thing I know right now is to get your eyes on Jesus and to hear the voice of God in this season, because when you do, you're going to cross over the Red Sea. You're going to go through a season of great refinement, but you're going to hear God's voice like you never have before. And, um, when I was praying for Kevin, when he walked into my life, I said, God, I want to know that I know that I know that he is the one for me and God has worked it out, y'all. So stay tuned for this question and answer. I'll come in at the end and sum it all up. God, y'all forgive, give us grace because our babies were all up in the phone and I am recording on my phone this week. So uh, I hope this encourages somebody and I will talk to you guys soon. So what do you think when people say, oh, uh, it's not of God if it comes in confusion.
1: I, now, like, confusion is not of God. We know
0: that. Right. So,
1: but people's opinions are...
0: Can cause confusion. Yes, absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. Like, number one, who's giving you counsel? Like, the people who are giving me counsel, some were godly, some were not. The people who were not godly, their counsel was, you need to wait this you know, really long length of time that was totally unrealistic and was going to cause us to fail, um, you know, well,
0: okay. I love what you said because I was confused about being confused. Yes. (laughs) Like how could the one be here, but I'm so confused
1: and it's not like, how is it not time? yet? Like when is the right time? And I know he's right, but like, how, how do I know when?
0: Okay, this girl. Is this is so this is so bizarre. Okay. So, when I was confused, when Kevin came to my life, it was the yeah. greatest storm of my life and literally I said to God, I've never been through anything like this yeah. in my entire life. That
1: was like my first test of like yes. hearing God's voice, I would say. Yes,
0: that's totally yes. what that season was about. Yeah. And so anyways, you guys didn't hear this. I just started recording. Okay. <laughs> but okay so kevin comes into my life and i literally said i feel like i bumped into destiny and now it's been pulled away
1: yeah, that's,
0: that's and that's literally what happened mm-hmm. and so when I, I was going through this season i was completely confused everybody was telling me no mm-hmm. like you everybody was saying wait like you but in my heart i kept hearing from god this is it and i'm like okay god all these voices are saying no but in my heart i am yeah. grieving over this yes, trying I was to grieved. <laughs> trying to cut him off is grieving yes. my soul god is he the one and the lord would keep showing me signs mm-hmm. keep showing me signs that he's the one he's the one he's the one but of course i couldn't have him yet yes, so like that right. was confusing but the voices and so like you said there were so many voices in that season when you were getting to know the one and literally um a girl came up to me she knew nothing about the story and she was like you you've been hearing many voices but you you know the voice of god and you know what he's been saying and basically to cut off the other voices yes
1: that's what god told me too i remember vividly i was every morning and night I was newly saved so I had no discernment but I was hungry so I was in that you know that single season I was like after God I was reading my Bible every day and I wanted it but I didn't know a lot and that was like one of the first pivotal moments when God like um I was sitting on my bed praying I was crying I was like God this yep. is so confusing I need you to tell me give me some clarity here and um Very similar to what you just said, what I feel like he spoke was there's too much input. Like there's too many voices. You
0: need to listen to the one. Like take
1: away what those people have said. So completely, you know, like your mom said, all these people are saying wait, so that's what you feel like maybe I should wait. But so take away everything that people have said to you. Yeah. What's left? Yes. After that. Yes. And what was left was I was still a little bit unsure of the timeline but what was left was this is he's the right person just not right this second yes so just keep holding on keep waiting
0: and eventually it will
1: happen it was that was the first faith walk that I had to yep those of you don't know Kenzie and I have very similar stories as far as we met the one they were married and yes. like, i was married too but we had to wait for things they to be clear in, yes there was they were in processes yes.
0: of divorce but when we met when right. we met and we couldn't do that right now yes. because biblically and for ministry right. it does not look good no it doesn't so, so we, we had to
1: separate ourselves.
0: we had we had oh my goodness i have cold chills all over yes. my body
1: <laughs> we have very similar stories
0: So what happens when you meet the right one, but it's not time? Mm -hmm. And so literally literally when I met Kevin, I literally felt like an Abraham and Isaac situation where I met my promise, but God said, no, not yet. It wasn't no. It was no, not yet. And we had to separate y'all. That separation was the hardest season of my entire life. And it's honestly where the refiner came mm-hmm. and the refined mama came because I, we go, you go through a wilderness season and a refinement where you have to in that season God is teaching you how to depend on mm-hmm. Him, yes. He's teaching so you cool. how to listen to the one voice, and oftentimes you're like that season of separation. Can can you all meet the right one and then be called away from them mm-hmm. and trust God that He's gonna He's gonna give it back to you or send you something better and If you guys are going to go through this refined season where you bump into destiny and it has to be pulled away from you Understand that it might come with a great ripping away It's going to come with a tearing part because as you enter into this new season You're going to have to know how to depend on god marriage is a ministry family is a ministry And when you get married you guys are going to walk into a ministry together where you're going to have to know How to depend on god's voice and like me me and lily when we met our husbands Everybody mm-hmm. said no. This is not of God. This is da da da. But when we would go home, we would hear the voice of the Lord tell us completely something different. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if you can relate to this, Lily, but I was in that season. I had, I had, in growing up in the Lord over these last years, I had become accustomed to depending on other people yes. to hear the voice of in God. The in the beginning. And what, what I learned through this season is God was delivering me from a fear of man and from a fear of man's opinions. That was blatant right off, off, right off the bat. And in that came a great ripping away of these voices that I had so depended upon because he wanted me to depend upon him. And what I was saying is that when I was so confused, my friend asked me, she said, well, is it the other voices that are causing confusion or is it Kevin? Which one is, which one is disrupting peace? And I was like, oh, my God.
1: I had the exact same revelation. when I was praying, that's what kind of, like, what I heard was, like, is it the other voices that's causing confusion? Yeah. And the answer was yes. And that became so black and white for me in that moment. the other thing that I I think you're um, Abraham and Isaac... Uh, Analogy is perfect because um, I felt like it was a sacrifice, even though I ended up getting him in the end. It felt like a sacrifice because in those moments I would cry in my bed when I was not sure, because I was still confused. I think that's that was kind of the breakthrough moment was when I wholeheartedly laid John down, wholeheartedly laid him down, and I meant it when I told God I said this is tormenting. I'm confused. If he's not from you, I don't want him take him away from me. And I cried that many, many times. And every time I cried, I meant it more and more. God, I, my fear was being a single. So I was a single mom for about a year. And, um, I looked around. The t- The devil tormented me. He showed me all the other single moms who were single for, like, 10, 15 years and who just never got married again. He's yeah. like, that's going to be you. And I was so desperate for a husband. I was so desperate for, like, a, a whole family because I never had that growing up. Yeah. And so I, he was just tormenting, like, you're going to be just like your mother. You're going to be a single mom for years, and then you're going to meet the one, and it's not going to work out because that's my mom's story. Right. And um, it was just tormenting. So... I think, you know, God honors our sacrifices, so, you know, the idea, it was absolute torture, the idea of having to lose him, but in my heart, I knew that my devotion to God was eternal, you know, so he's just a man, he's temporary, and my relationship with God is from here to eternity, so my... I told God in my bedroom, crying in my bed. I said, if I have to be single for the rest of my life, yeah. I'll do it. I don't care anymore. You can yeah. have him. Take him away from me. If he's not from you, I don't yes. want him. Yes. Get him away from yes. me.
0: <laughs> yes, I can literally remember meeting Kevin. And like I said before, I felt like I bumped into destiny. Mm-hmm. I was literally at work, and I saw that I saw a post that talked about Abraham and Isaac. Isaac, and I immediately swiped it away. I'm like, no, God, not him, not this one. But think about it, like, in perspective, like, Abraham, Isaac was everything that Abraham waited for. Oh, yes, that's another
1: good point. He
0: was everything. He finally was holding his promise. Mm -hmm. Oh, do you feel the pain? Practically speaking, how can someone, you know, what does separation look like? What does it look like between the... The, the two parties.
1: Well, I think the number one thing to think about is, so why are you separating? Is it, you know, well, so when John and I separated, we knew, he knew from the first time that he met me that I was, who. He, actually, God, the funny thing is, God actually put me he had seen me for the first time in many, many years at a church service, and then at like 2 in the morning or something, God dropped my name into his head when he was praying one time. Uh-huh. And so from then, he kind of had his eyes on me, yeah. but I didn't see. I never really noticed him. <laughs> I thought it was cute, but I was like, eh, I don't want to get involved. Um, but... I don't want to get involved. Right? <laughs> um... But I think the important thing to realize is, so, like, we knew, he knew that I was the one. I knew that he was the one. So that helped keep us motivated during that time. So people who might be going through a season of separation because they're not sure if this person's the one, that might look a little bit different. But in our case, we both knew. So both of us already made the agreement, like, we're not going to talk to other people. Like, we are in this because, you know, we're trying to get... Practically, we are trying to get past the divorce, which was my divorce. His was final very quickly, but I was previously married. My divorce was dragging on because my ex was off doing whatever. Um, so I think, number one, figuring out what you're trying to get out of the separation time. I think the most important thing you can get is, number one, um more intimate time with God. Like you were talking about with your season, your single season. That's hard yeah. to say. Single, single. <laughs> um, focusing on your intimacy with God. I was newly saved. He had been saved a couple years. Um, hey girl. um, but I was newly saved. There was a lot of things that God had to work out in both of us. He was not healed from his previous marriage i i needed healing but i you know like you were saying that was a season where i was learning how to hear the voice of god and then depend on god Mm -hmm. right so both of us that was a god appointed time in both of our lives to be able to go through what we needed to get done before we entered into a covenant relationship so there was things that god had that we needed to fix before you know god knew we were gonna end up together but there was a lot of baggage a lot of things that you need to work out so practically i would say the most important thing once you figure out what you need to get out of this season and i guess the main thing is figuring out why you need this so you know for us we were married you know we were previously married to people and we biblically could not be together during that time it would have not been right um but if you need time to make sure that a person is for you or mm-hmm. you need time to heal, the most important thing you can do is just completely immerse yourself in prayer, in reading the word um, and just like learning discernment. you know if you're if you're not a believer, you should be because that's the only way I made it through That's yeah. the only way we've made it through any of this yes is believing on God because without that that's the fun that's the key element here is believing on God because yeah. if you don't have that you're gonna fall you are subject to you know feelings getting in the way and just um, just openings in your life that can yeah. cause distraction and it can get you off on a path that is not good so number one is get saved and <laughs> have a relationship with God and then number two grow that relationship with God. Yeah. As much as you possibly can. Without distraction. Because that's what you talked about last time. Is that distraction is real. Yeah. You know. Trying to find. When you have kids. When you're married. Trying to find time to pray is hard. And you have to make it a priority. But it's a lot lot harder. So take advantage of that time. However long it takes. To seek God. As much as you physically can. I mean. Like. As much as you can. And then. Number two is don't obsess over that person. Yeah, it's don't hard spend not your, it yeah, it is, trust me, 10 months. Like, it is yeah. so hard. And I made that mistake. <laughs> you, go, all babies. you go to bed thinking about him, you yeah, wake up, you wake up at go night out. thinking about him, dream about him. <laughs> oh no. I had dreams. Yes. I, he was on my mind 24 7. So I made the mistake of dragging the time on by obsessing over him. And just questioning everything. Instead of just focusing on that sweet time, I had to be single and to really focus on God. So I did get a lot of, you know, I got a lot of good times with God out of that, but it could have been better if I would have just focused on that. So, and then, you know, like you talked about, Oh, poor girl. Um, it's just like that single season when you're waiting on God to move, it's the same concept, busy yourself with yeah. things that are going to prepare yourself for the next season. So yeah. if you know something's coming, prepare yourself for it. Um, you know, I was like, like I was listening to your last podcast and the entire time I was like agreeing with everything you were saying, like, yes, I was learning how to meal prep. I was learning how to be a better cook. I was learning how to be a better housekeeper. That was the biggest thing is being a housekeeper. Yeah. The funny thing is John is a meat person freak. I have never been a neat freak. Neither have I. So the Holy Spirit moved on me quickly after I got saved before I ever met him to get my house in order. I cleaned that house from top to bottom. It was spotless. And then along comes John, who's a neat freak, and we finally, so (laughs) that uh, God knew.
0: Now it's still struggle, but I'm a (laughs) better housekeeper than what I was. Yes. Kevin comes in to help me where I fall short, Aww, which that's, that's a good. whole nother podcast, yeah. because your husband is going to need to help you. Yes. <laughs> but, um, Lily, I think that is so good. It's crazy, y'all, because Lily walked through that season of separation, and at that time that I was entering, entering into that season of separation – out pops lily t- <laughs> just randomly talking she has no idea yeah. what's going on telling me what she just went through and i was like oh my god yeah shut up i'm going through that now and um so yeah honestly guys if you are questioning who the one is don't be afraid to ask god for signs and don't yeah. be like silly like ask god for like i don't know like I don't know. Well, just scripture. ask God. I mean, yeah. scripture
1: is a good place to find out like what
0: God, is. I mean, God speaks through his word. So that's yeah. an excellent place to start. At least I asked the Lord for several signs. And even up until meeting Kevin, I was like, God, when my husband comes into my life, I want to know that I know that I yeah. know that he's the one like Lord, let it be supernatural. And it was a supernatural mm-hmm. experience. So if you're questioning who the one is, pe- perhaps you've met the one. And, um, you, something's just holding you back. I want, me and Lily can both encourage you all to have a season of separation. Mm-hmm. It's going to be painful. It's oh, going yeah. to hurt. But you need that season one to cling on to God mm-hmm. and his unchanging hand. So, cause you're going to need to know the voice of God for yourself. Mm-hmm. And so be encouraged that if you are separating, it's going to be okay. <laughs> What'd you say?
1: Well, so the, um, the thing that... I was reminded of is, you know, that 10 months, it was almost a year. Like, that, while you're going through it, it feels like the eternity of eternity. It it, feels, like, so long. It's indescribable. But once, as soon as it's over, you look back and it's like... okay like that wasn't actually that bad like now that i can see when it ends i think it's the not knowing when it's gonna end that's so tormenting yes right because like there's so much confusion you don't know if it's even gonna happen people are yelling at you telling you not to do it or to do (laughs) it whatever Um, but once you get on the other side, you see the promises that God has, how he fulfilled them and how you were not crazy. You were hearing
0: the voice of God and everything is
1: just confirmed.
0: um, (laughs) And then you end up with the baby just like that. Somehow. You got to wait and then you look up and then there's a child.
1: (laughs) But yeah, so it, it seems like forever when you're in the middle of it, but as soon as it's over, be encouraged that it's. It's not as long as it seems. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right. And you know, then there's on to the next season. It's harder yeah. than the last. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and I need <keep> having babies. <laughs> yes. And then you're going to hear God more than you ever have.
1: Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah. Well, thanks, Lily, for joining the refined yeah. mama. <laughs> of this is also another refined mama with a refined baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Are you refined? <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of getting to know the one. How do you find out who the one is? In summary, if you don't know, if you're questioning things, if there's circumstances that say, no, that you, you, you can't do this right now, I would say enter into a season of separation. Um, it's not the most easiest thing we have ever done in our lives. It wasn't the most perfect separation, but the important thing is we had to cling to God to make it through because it was painful. But in the end, God showed himself true and he got us to our promise and so I want to encourage you, lay down that promise, lay down that sacrifice, lay down that Isaac in your life and 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 let God be God. Trust him and show him that you don't love marriage. You don't love the thought of being married. You don't love that person more than you love the devotion to him. Because ultimately a relationship with him is going to get you through every storm of life. And I want to say this too, like, it's it's not that the voices that were speaking to us didn't love us. It's that God wanted us to listen to his voice and his voice alone. Seeking wise counsel especially when something like this is important. But don't let the wise counsel trump God's voice. Let you got you got to you got to find the balance. Find God's voice and also seek wise counsel And then balance it out. The Lord will lead you in that. The Lord will show you where to go. The Lord will confirm your word. Because when you're going through the wilderness. the Voices can cause confusion. You need to hear God's voice in this season. And seek wise counsel too. So. But make sure God's voice is the most important voice in your life. Especially with something so critical like this. And like I said, leave a rating y'all, leave a review. Um ask or send in some questions for me, uh whatever. And I just hope that this helps somebody. If you know somebody about to get to know the one, if if you if you know someone who's questioning it or wants to be married, um send this to them, share it. And I hope I hope that it helps. And right now, I just pray that the Lord um, would send the God-ordained husband and wife for you all. I pray that the Lord will give you staying power, waiting power to wait on the Lord and be of good courage to cling on to him. And I just pray that God would send you the exceedingly, the abundantly above all that you ask, think, or imagine. Amen. And I want to say this too, to, to wrap this up. Whoever God sends in your life is going to align with the vision and the ministry that He has for you and you all and your family. I remember probably sometime early 2016, 2017, I was working out and I I had this vision, this idea drop in my heart. It would be so cool to own a gym and a church one day. And y'all, when Kevin walked into my life and He was just telling me about his God dreams and God visions. He started to just talk. I'd never told him this before. And he said, I've always had it in my heart to have a gym and a church. And you know what? When God sends that one in your life, it's going to align with the vision. So God bless you all. And I'll see you all next week.